0: It's time to go inside the front office of the athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. And it's time for the David Forst Show right here on A's Cast Live. And David, if you build it, they will come.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say if we win. Then then people will come I, I I guess there was a game on TV last night, but I was more focused on our game in the morning.
0: yeah, I, I, I thought uh, yesterday what League Baseball. Did you get a chance to watch any of it?
1: I did. I saw a little. I keep an eye on the Yankees uh, just in case it becomes relevant, but yeah, I saw a little of the game i did I did catch the ninth inning with our our good friend Liam, but um, yeah, it looked like a, looked like a lot of fun
0: you know, the A's have always been open, you know, three times going to Japan. I know open uh, you know, like Australia, I could could you see something since this, since this went so well, could you see this being an annual thing? And, and would you want to take your ball club there?
1: I'm sure they're going to do it again. I mean, I know the commissioner said last night that they're, they're going back in 22. So we'll see, uh, we'll see whether it's annual or not, but I, I think, yeah, I mean, we've always felt like showcases like that, whether internationally or domestic, are great for the game, and we've always been up for going.
0: You know, these uh, close wins or close losses can be brutal. How do you like a 17-0 game for your ball club on a getaway day?
1: I, th- I think we all agree that it was the most we've seen Bob smile uh, in game in, in quite <laughs> some time, so it was, uh, yeah, it was a nice respite after a, a long stretch of close games.
0: Yeah, and, and especially would you say, for the standpoint, you're you're playing a lot of games in a row, and you get everybody in the game.
1: For sure, yeah. I mean, we we have got 15 straight. Uh, it looked dicey early on in the first one with with Sean Scuffling uh, on Tuesday night, but the bullpen picked him up, and then. Montes and Bassett did their thing the next two nights. So it allowed, allowed the bullpen to uh, kind of spread out the workload. And, and yeah, everybody got in yesterday. Um, you know, we, we, had to get, we had to get Harrison out of there. Um, but, um, but hopefully we, we, we stay healthy through this stretch. I know Bob's got some planned off days for guys here in Texas. And uh, just kind of keep the wheels going.
0: How is Josh right now?
1: I think he's all right. It was uh, hopefully we got him out of there before it was anything more than just a little tightness in his quad. I think you know obviously he's not in the lineup tonight, but uh, I, I think we're, we're expecting to see him over the weekend. So hopefully he's doing fine.
0: Starling Marte has been all world in 12 games for you. He's hitting 415, two home runs, nine RBIs, nine steals, well over a 1000 OPS. Is this one of those cases where a guy gets traded to a new team and he's just flourishing and wants to show his new team his skills and how good he is?
1: I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a guy who sort of feeds on the the spotlight, and um, and we're benefiting from it. To be honest, he uh, you know he he made a splash right away when he came over, and. Uh, he's look, he's he's a free agent at the end of the year, whether he stays with us or ends up somewhere else. He's he's obviously very motivated, and um, and it's been a lot of fun to watch.
0: And all of a sudden, well, you know, early in the year, guys were stealing bases when you started talking about Ramon Laureano and Mark Hanna. But now ever since Starling showed up and he's stealing bases at will, it seems like other guys are starting to do it a little bit more. You're kind of becoming the running A's. How much have you liked that?
1: <laughs> I like when we're safe um, I mean I, I think yeah I think guys have sort of had the reins on them and you know, they look around look over at Bob and say hey this guy's going how come I can't and then the answer is always if you can get there you can go so uh, it is uh, you know Elvis Elvis talked a lot in the spring about bringing sort of that mentality over here and we've got guys who, who can pick their spots and uh, it seems like Starling can do it at will and if everybody else joins in when, when it makes sense, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. I always love that. Oh yeah, you can go, but you better make it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We, we've got that, that, uh, that attitude on a lot of issues out there right now, but um, you know, not only stealing bases I and mean, we saw the hit and run yesterday with, with Chap on first and Elvis putting it through the hole. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things going right, right now with this team.
0: No doubt you've outscored the opposition 54 to 17. During this seven-game winning streak, you mentioned Matt Chapman. I said, you know, very good series. How about he walked five times in a game, tying a, a, an Oakland A's record? So, I mean, that to me, I, I gotta believe he's seeing the ball better. Uh, do you think we're gonna see a turnaround from him now going forward after this series? Yeah,
1: I hope that that's an indication of what's going on. I mean, we saw look, we saw in June a little. A little spurt from Matt as far as uh, swinging the bat better, and, and then you know kind of slowed down. But uh, walks are always a good sign, like you said. Of seeing the ball well, understanding the strike zone, not trying to do too much, and um, and hopefully hopefully Matt rides that momentum here and you know starts to uh, starts to lengthen out our lineup a little bit.
0: You know, I think he's got something that that you can't teach and that he is just a winner. You know, if he goes 0 for 4 and the team wins, he's good with that. And he's been like that ever since the, ever since he came up. And, you know, there's there's a lot of guys the team could win. They go 0 for 4, and they're going to sulk, you know, in their locker. Talk about what a leader, what a winner he is. And did you see this coming out of Fullerton when you drafted him?
1: He, you're, you're absolutely right. He is that guy, and, and he relishes. In, in the wins, he's the guy in our clubhouse, you know, when we're at home and, and we win a game, no matter what he's done, he's the guy leading the post-game celebration right now. And, and you know, kind of taking on that role. Uh, I mean, look at the play he made the other night with Chafin on the mound in the 10th inning, Rosario smokes a ball. I don't think any other third baseman in the game right now makes that play. And that's that's the difference in winning that game. And, and who knows where it goes? So, you know, he he knows very well uh how what a weapon he can be defensively and even if he takes an offer with the bat he always has a chance to help us win
0: well i'll never forget this of course in our thoughts and our prayers is a great ray fossey and ray fossey and jim palmer were talking obviously they battled against each other for years known each other for years and jim palmer the hall of famer asked ray fossey how good is this chapman kid Ray said, he's the best I've ever seen. Now, you're talking about a guy who played with Brooks Robinson. Uh, I'll ask right. you, I, th- I think he's the best defensive, most athletic, strongest arm. I think he's the best I've ever seen. How about you?
1: Yeah, I do. And and that's, you know, I, I spent a lot of time watching Shabby play. And, you know, at the time, Shabby was doing things that, that we didn't see anybody do, see anybody else do. But, uh, but yeah, Matt has that combination, like you said, the, the arm, the range ability to get on the ground he's he's pretty incredible over there
0: if he had to play short every every day could he do it
1: (laughs) i hope we don't have to find out because he's he's awfully good at third but uh but sure why not he he could absolutely play there we're going to see it a little bit uh you know we saw for a couple innings here and there i'm guessing we, we may see it a little bit more later on but yeah he could probably do it
0: Well, and I'm not trying to bury Elvis whatsoever. We love what Elvis is doing and what he does defensively. But Nick Allen, who I don't know if I've told you this. I went to school with his mom and his aunt. We all went to the same church and school together. I'm really pulling for this kid. What do you think the Olympic experience did for him? Because right after he comes back from Tokyo, you move him to triple A.
1: Yeah. We had talked about that move uh, for a little while before uh, and he was, you know, having such a good year in double A and, you know, it's impossible for that Olympic experience, not to just kind of elevate his play and and to go over there to, to mix in with the big leaguers on that team, to play against some of Japan's best players. um, Just, just an incredible experience for Nick happy that, you know, he was able to do that. I think he made, you know, the all Olympic team, maybe the all defensive player out there, just, just a great sort of check to have on his resume, and hopefully fills him with confidence as he comes back here and joins that Vegas roster.
0: You know, we we haven't talked to you about Chris Davis, and we know what a beast Chris was when he was right. You've re-signed him, you've moved him to AAA. What are your expectations for him?
1: I I, I don't think we have any right now, Chris. I, I think you know K.D. just he, he wants to play. That was the the thing that was relayed to us was. You know, he he he'd been hitting while he was home after getting released. He wanted to continue playing and wanted to give it a shot, and and he wanted to do it here, which uh, which we appreciate and and certainly wanted to give him that opportunity. So you know, he had a couple of knocks last night in his AAA debut. I think we're gonna let him get comfortable, kind of you know work him in as much as possible, and and see what he what he can do. But there you know, there's no expectations on either side. I think. I think for Chris, it was just important to get back to a comfortable setting and get get around some of the guys he knows and get back to playing. And, and we're thrilled to have him back in the organization.
0: Yeah, we were just talking about on the show, DeGrom's getting pushed back, Javi Baez go, going on the uh, I.L. And if you're a Mets fan and you're looking at the newspaper online every day and see what Jed Lowry's doing, you got to be like you got to be kidding me. How is this possible? And we we were talking about the other day on the show, he's he's got more RBIs than Nelson Cruz. I mean, this story of Jed Lowry, what's it like for the front office?
1: It's a lot of fun. It's uh it's nice to see Jed's name in there as much as as much as he can get out there and then to watch his at bats and also hear the stories of the other guys uh, you know, just sort of picking his brain and, and having it rub off on him. I, you know, I know Elvis talked about it, you know, during, during the post game the other day, how much he's learned from Jed. Uh, If you can imagine a, a, you know, 12, 13 year vet learning like that, just, just think how great it is for the young guys to be around him. So Jed continues to do his thing. We continue to do our best to keep him healthy and it's worked out for everyone.
0: You know, you look at the bullpen right now, a 1.73 ERA over the last 28 games dating back to July 7th. And, you know, when Rosenthal went down, it was like, OK, who's going to close? Closer by committee. You know, just How proud are you of Lou Trevino, who started out hot, then had a bumpy road, but now has become your closer? How proud are you of Lou?
1: Lou just earned it. I mean, there was never a, a conversation or a sort of designation who would be the guy, or whatever. We just kind of went into April, figured we'd see what happened. Obviously, we talked a lot about how Deek pitched well last year, um, but Lou went out there and earned it, which is which is great, and it, it makes things easy for Bob. It, it's really the way it should be, and um, yeah, good, absolutely good for Lou. He's he's become that guy. We've you know we've surrounded him and the rest of the bullpen with. These other guys who are pitching well. I mean, you can't say enough about what Sergio's done the last two months, and, and adding Chase into the mix now. It's uh, we've really seen sort of the benefits of having a deep, deep group out there.
0: So you're telling me down in Mesa, you didn't draw it up, Sergio Romo to Lou to close the game
1: up? <laughs> hey, somewhere somebody was was thinking about it that way. So I don't want to uh, I don't want to say no one had that on their bingo card, but uh, but yeah, it's it's been fun to watch.
0: And then you got this big left-hander coming out, and, and arm slot is different, confidence is different, A.J. Puck blowing 97-98, what are you seeing?
1: Uh, A.J. put in a lot of work over the last few months. Obviously, yeah, we, we hadn't seen him for a while here in the big leagues. He he rehabbed after those first couple of days of the season, and then just went down and, and worked on figuring it out. And, and like you said, he lowered his arm slot a little to make himself more comfortable, he Sort of reimagined his breaking ball from that angle, uh, and with that kind of velo, I mean, he he obviously has shown just in two quick outings what kind of what kind of presence he has on the mound and what kind of weapon he can be. So, as uh, with everything, we we will do our best to keep him out there, and and I know Bob's excited to use him when he can.
0: You know, after this series, you got the White Sox and that old expression, iron sharpens iron. I'm looking forward to that series. They've got a very good team. You've got a very good team. What do you think about that set on the south side?
1: It's going to be a tough four days. I mean, that's a really, really good team. Um, Obviously, you know, we we played them three tough games last October, and they've only gotten better since then. And and they got Jimenez and and Robert back. Uh, their guys on the mound are, are pitching well. They added Kimbrel at the deadline, which was an impressive uh, turn of events. So, I think we're going to really measure ourselves up for those four games, and uh, it'll be it'll be fun.
0: Everybody's got their jerseys undone, multiple chains flying around. I mean, was that what your swagger was like back at Harvard back in the day? A bunch of gold chains. <laughs>
1: I don't remember any chains floating around back then. But, hey, if, if you can back it up like Eloy did last night, I no problem with it. Well,
0: it's always great having you on. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.
1: All right, Tony. See you.
0: David Force, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.